What's up you guys, Josh Tongla here. Today I want to talk about how to visualize effectively, how to imagine the Neville Goddard way when it comes to manifesting your desires. I've gotten a lot of requests for this one because some people are having a hard time doing it or they don't know what to do, wondering if they're doing it right. Because once you learn who you really are and how visualizing and the power of imagining really works, then by the end of this you'll realize that no matter what your situation is, you can literally bring anything into your reality. And you can learn more about this from Neville's work called I Am Reality, called Imagination, and his other various lectures. You see, the problem is that a lot of people don't realize the creative power that they have. You know what I'm saying? Thinking that their thoughts and feelings aren't a big deal. But before I get into the whole technique of how to visualize effectively and imagine consciously for your own benefit, I want to mention a couple of things first that I think are foundational to this topic. You see, according to Neville, when it comes to this game we call life, it's like with every game. It's got to be played within the framework of certain rules, right? And any violation of those rules carries with it certain penalties. And since you and I are playing this game of life 24-7, we got to learn the rules if we want to play it well. And in order to do that, we got to understand the greatest of all secrets, he says, which is a secret of imagining. Because when you actually discover it, Neville says, you discover God the creative power of the universe, and that God is your own wonderful human imagination. In fact, your essential being is God, in that you and God are one. God exists in us, and we exist in God, yet we're individualized. And since all things exist in the human imagination, then everything you see as an objective reality, the phenomena of life, believe it or not, was produced by imagining. So it's not an issue of when you imagine your reality. Shoot, you imagine all the time throughout the day, you know what I'm saying? Not realizing that it's literally creating your world. Okay, so now for the practical part. I want to teach you how to do this, how to imagine your desired reality. Neville says, first, have an objective. you got to have an objective. Okay, don't say you don't know what you want. Ask yourself, what would I like out of life? Really, don't be ashamed to say it. Seriously, what do you want? Now, I know people have a habit of wanting to pray for things, which is fine. But the question is, what exactly is prayer? Is it asking or sometimes even begging a God out there for something that you don't already have and then waiting for it to show up in his or her time? Hmm, maybe. But here's what Neville says about prayer. He says that prayer, as far as he's concerned, is nothing more than the subjective appropriation of the objective hope. The subjective appropriation of the objective now, how do you appropriate a state subjectively? You ask yourself the simple question, what would it be like if it were true that I am now the person I want to be? Then once you do that, you then reach for its feeling, its spiritual sensation, because imagination is a spiritual sensation. Now, how the heck do you do that? Neville shows us a very simple way to do it. And you can follow along right now if you want to, or you can rewatch this and do it later. It's up to you. All right, let's say at this very moment you want a baseball. Okay, but there isn't a baseball in the room. Yeah, but you want one. Okay, then here's what you would do. You ready? Assume that you're holding a baseball in your hand right now. Listen, until you can feel it. Until you can feel it. Try to feel what it would be like if you held a baseball. Got it? Try to feel that. So to prove that you've held it, see what it feels like. The difference now, a tennis ball. Feel any difference? Kind of has that fuzzy feel. All right, now a golf ball. 
feel any difference? A piece of silk. Feel any difference? It's nice and smooth. What about a piece of glass? Piece of cloth. Or a piano. Pressing the keys. Now, do they all feel alike? Of course not, dude. Of course not. Now, what about money? Money has an odor, right? A distinct feel about it. If you were to put a $20 bill in your hand and feel it, and then put another piece of paper in your hand, I'm willing to bet, dude, let's bet that $20 <laughs> that you can feel the difference. You know what I'm saying? That spiritual sensation, you guys, got it? It's a vivid way of seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, and feeling reality. This is how you sense spiritual things that aren't physically present. So think about this. If you can distinguish between these objects, though they're subjective, then according to Neville, they must exist somewhere, right? If you can actually separate them in your mind's eye and distinguish between them. But if they're nothing, he says, just because they're subjective and not objectively real to you at the moment, then you couldn't discriminate between them, you guys. But as mentioned earlier, if you can feel the difference between these so-called unrealities, then they must be real, dude, even though they're not yet made objective to your senses. It doesn't matter if you can physically see them in front of you. Seriously, it doesn't. The moment you give them reality in your mind's eye, he says, they will become real in your world. Check this out. There's a story of this one lady who sat in one of Neville's lectures who wanted to test him. And while sitting in her chair, in her mind's eye, she embraced a bunch of roses. She smelled them. She felt their velvety petals and saw their beauty. Remember, all in her mind's eye. Then she got up and left the meeting and went to her hotel room. To cut the story short, the next day, Neville says, her room was filled with the heavenly aroma of roses, which came from three dozen roses that were taken up to her room. Boom, boom, room, rhymes. And Neville experienced something similar to this as well. Now, he admitted that he's not the type to wear flower in his lapel when standing at the platform. But there was this one time when he held a rose in his imaginary hand and felt its soft, velvety touch. And at that moment, he says, he called forth a rose which wasn't seen with his mortal eye, but rather seen and felt in his imagination. And that same evening, folks, that unseen reality became seen when a lady came with a red rose and asked if he would wear it. Coincidence? Ah, dude, there are a lot of stories like this that can verify that this thinking works. Now, how will it all come about? I don't know. But like I always say, don't worry about the how ever. Just chill and leave it alone. Because as you imagine a state where you make the future the present, somehow, folks, it'll be brought into reality. All right, real talk. Now, I receive a lot of emails and messages from people claiming to be in some pretty tough situations where they've supposedly tried everything, like visualizing, praying, meditating, and some even begging God for help. Look, Neville says, and I'm here to remind you too, that the omnipresent God is alive in you now. Remember, you and God are one. You are the operant power of your imagination, so you need absolutely nothing outside of you. You know what I'm saying? The answer is always found within. So try this out today. What is it that you want? Okay? Is it a better job? Want more money? Your health? What is it? It's time for you to believe now. Ask yourself, what would I do right now if it were true? How would I feel if I were there? How would I see my friends and how would they see me? And then walk in that state. How? By using your spiritual senses, whether it's a touch, a certain sound, something you see, or a particular smell, whatever it is, you can put yourself into any place doing this straight up. It's possible.
Look, contrary to popular belief, you start your game by believing it's finished. You always go to the end, you guys. Always. The end is where you begin. You feel its reality and then you dwell there. Even if reason denies it or your senses deny it or people laugh at you and think you're sticking crazy, you know what I'm saying? Yo, who gives a rip about the doubters? For real, just let them be. This is your life, for goodness sake. Because if you accept the facts of life, he says, and you let reason dictate it, then you'll never go beyond where you are. Let that sink in. So persist in your assumption and dwell in it as though it were true. And I'm telling you, dude, as Neville likes to say, no power on earth can stop it from becoming so. And what is seen only in your imagination will objectify itself in your world. It will come to pass because you get what you believe. Yeah. Alrighty, guys, if you enjoyed this, please do me a favor, like and share. Or if you're listening via podcast, I'd really appreciate a review. It helps spread this message, which means empowering more people. Love to hear your thoughts and experiences in the comments below. And if you got any cool stories that you want me to hear, dude, hit me up and send them to me. Hit that subscribe button and the bell right next to it to be notified of my next video. I pump these out every single week so you don't want to miss them. And don't forget to register for my free online training where I dive deeper into how you can start manifesting the life you really want right now. So check it out. The link's in the description. Like I always say, more is coming. Till next time, I'm out. Peace.